Well, here we are uh, in a car. We pushed record and I told an entire story, probably, I don't know, 15 minutes worth of a story, and it didn't record. So. So you guys don't get to hear the story. We are. No, you're not going to hear that story again. You might someday, if you find me on the street and you say, hey, Phil, what's that story you told that one time, but it didn't get recorded on the podcast. So instead of that, we're going to suffice it to say that what I picked up on my journey was that I have the ability to create a path and also follow one. Now, Sarah, go ahead. (laughs) But you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of going to the bee. Remember that event, the bee? Oh, I sure do. At Metro City Music Hall. Oftentimes when I go to say Metro City Music Hall, I think about saying Metrocity from the movie Megamind. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. But that name bugs me because I, I never know. I never say it right. I always want to say something else. What do you want to say? I can't remember. It's like... Is it Matrocity? Uh-uh. It's funny though, right? Matrocity. So Megamind, played by Will Ferrell, <laughs> calls Metro City Matrocity. <sighs> just to piss off the good guy. Mm. Who's Metro Man, played by Brad Pitt. Metroman. No. Right? I mean, yeah. I Doesn't mean, it fall right with, in line yeah, with what you're talking about? Yeah, but that's not what they, he calls him Metro Man. All right. Anyway, he's all, ooh, Metro Man. You're going to come save Metrocity? Anyway. I went to Lake Elsinore, California to visit my Aunt Lucy. She has 10 children. One of her children is named Sam. Sam has the most beautiful blue eyes. My son Jack also has very beautiful blue eyes. And when we went to California, the first thing Sam said was, oh my God, he looks like Megamind. Can we paint him blue? Because the shape of his head looks just like the shape of Megamind's head. Megamind also has very blue eyes. The second thing that Sam said about Jack was, dude, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're gonna be a lady killer. Oh, you know shit. how I know? Because that's what everybody told me. <laughs> look, does that look like Jack? That's Megamind. There's baby baby Megamind. Oh. And there's big Megamind. See that giant head? Sure. That's Jack. Jack's got a giant head. <laughs> anyway. I went there. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything really cool. Not really anything. I didn't go to the beach, and it was kind of chilly, like mid-60s, the weather was. Mm. Um, The hotel we stayed in in St. George on the way there was shitty, and the air conditioner was too loud. You know how, like, you'll be almost asleep, and then it, like, kicks on, and it, like, and it, like, Mm -hmm. rattles. So that's how the AC was. And it was, I didn't sleep very well at all. Um, while I was there, I was, I found out some really hard things about my family. Uh, things that made it so that I had to make some really difficult decisions. And so I cried a lot and I went for a lot of walks in a, an unremarkable neighborhood. And 
I didn't even really listen to a lot of music. I just walked and probably one of the best moments was I came upon this tree that is the same kind of tree that used to be growing up through the center of the patio um, at my grandma Capas's house when I was growing up as a kid. She had this really beautiful house in La Cunata on Lavender Lane. And this tree had long spindly leaves, kind of like a fern and little red berries. And I used to pick those and make salad. Me and my sister would make salad. I think the bowls we used were like Care Bear, Care Bear bowls. Mm. Anyway, it was like this moment that I had with this tree. It's funny. Sometimes I hear myself talk and I, and I think, God, you sound like such a hippie. And then I look down at my pants mm. and I'm like, maybe you really are. And then I look at my hair and I'm like, I mean, some things just want to be a, a, a certain way. And I guess I just am kind of hippie-ish. I didn't set out to be this way. It's just where I landed. Anyway, I had this moment with this tree and I, uh, I was really sad and I just kind of like looked at it. And do you ever have this experience where the tiniest thing can take you back to like an entire, uh, like period of your life? Like it took me back to that time in childhood. And what it did for me was it let me know that my kids are going to be fine because I was fine. There was all sorts of shit going on with the adults in my world. Like, I didn't know, um, I didn't know, like, the DSM diagnosis for what my parents were or what kind of bizarre financial, uh, I don't even know what to call it, situation my parents existed in. Like, I didn't... Like, you know how you talk about, people talk about, like, stable, like, having a stable home life? Mm. And, like, stable means, like, you know, parents have, like, a good job, and you have, like, a home, and you have some routines, and, um, the parents, like, do the homework with the kids, and, the, and like, go to parent-teacher conference, and, um, I don't know. I don't know all the things that you would say are stability. Maybe they, like eat family dinner and mm -hmm. there are rules about like here's what you eat for breakfast and here's how you act when you go to grandma's house I don't know um I didn't have any of that kind of stuff when I was a kid and yet because of my own imagination I had stability like I felt I felt very safe and very secure in in the world that I existed in within myself because of things like that tree because I was stoked to wake up in the morning and go make a salad that I couldn't even eat because it's not edible it's not an edible tree and then I would like run up the stairs there were these red brick stairs and then there was a big uh, tangerine tree that kind of like hung over the red brick stairs on your way up to the swimming pool and I'd like pick a couple tangerines and I'd run up to the pool. And um, the diving board was like that gritty, like cream colored gritty surface so mm -hmm. that your feet would cut, so you wouldn't slip on the yeah. diving board. And I'd like eat my tangerine and then I'd run up and I'd dive into the water and swim around. And we had George, the 
the pool sweep. It was like this little machine that like rolled around on the bottom of the pool and it had these like long white plastic tentacles and with a nozzle on the end. And I think it was to like propel the thing around or something, but you could dive all the way down and grab George's tentacles and pull, like squirt people with it. It was awesome. Um, but you weren't supposed to do that, but I did it. Mm-hmm. I anyway. see that. And, and so I felt good because uh, of my internal world was good. And that's some kind of stability. I was talking with my friend a couple days ago. She was telling me that her therapist told her that she has to marry this guy that she's dating. And he needs to put a ring on it so that her kids can have stability. And I was like, well... It's not the only way for kids to have stability. I mean, you can have stability within yourself and be fine no matter where you go. And I thought that was like a grown-up thing, that you get that like as you grow up. But when I saw that tree, I was like, yeah, no, I always, I always had that. Hmm. I've always felt like I know kind of like I at least know what's going on with me. For the most part. Anyway, that's what happened on my trip. On the way back, the hotel was much better. I stayed at South Point, and I got to lay by the pool for hours. And Jack got to go swimming, and he made friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. And now his hair is white and his skin is tan. And what did you learn on your travels? Well, that one thing I told you about. Um, uh, I also learned that I mean I learned a few things I learned that I really um, I rarely get to feel like I have mentors or people who I look up to and I got to have that experience while I was there and I was perfectly content to just sit on the floor in my Aunt Lucy's room and like um, drink tea and talk to Lucy and my mom for hours. Mm. I really like being around people whose attitude about life is uh, wide open and everything that's happening can happen and it's not they don't have this attitude of um, trying to prevent anything from happening. They just want to hear everything that's happening with everyone. So I learned that mentors are very important and that taking time to step away from um, feeling like everything is on my shoulders and I have to figure everything out and everything is very pressing and everything, like, I can set everything down. I learned that I can set everything down and uh, that that's that's a good thing for me to do. And so I did that. And I didn't even know what was going to happen. I didn't even know how much I actually needed to do that. How much um, I didn't notice. I didn't know what my blind spots were because I was too busy doing stuff. That's what I learned. 
What do you think about that? Oh, wow. Time warp. Time warp? That's what it felt like when I was out there. It was like a time warp. Out where? These guys didn't hear the part that we didn't record. Oh, well, I was out somewhere. <laughs> he's not going to tell you because he's so sad that and, uh, it didn't get recorded. Yeah, it felt like a time warp because I was doing so many things. But we did have a raw group today in this... So earlier I was in this thing and this guy was saying stuff. Um, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, dude, this guy, he needs to be in a show or he could be in a show or I think he's going to be in a show. And I told Sarah after. And then today we're doing a raw group and that guy shows up. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. And he's like, he sits and I'm... He's kind of chilling on the outskirts, and I noticed that someone had just gotten up, and there was a seat on the bench, and I said, why don't you sit down? Or you can sit down if you want. That's what I said. You can sit down if you want. And he ended up sitting there, and then he ends up listening. And I go, there was a break in the conversation with everyone, because we were talking about building, you know, the, the show, because we've kind of got our, we've got pretty much the scenes, I think, uh, or at least you know loosely so now we got to figure out how to put them together anyways there was a break in the chatter and i looked over to him and i said hey you want to be in a play and he goes yes and then everyone laughed because because they thought that maybe he was just playing along or whatever and ends up he's like a musician and has done theater and done shows all his life and it was just cool because and he said he stopped doing all that stuff because he needed to focus on getting sober. And now he wants to do it again. Yep. And so he's going to come, maybe. Sounds like he will, you know, you never know. But that's the cool thing about, that's a cool thing. That's one cool thing about Own It. Um, I'm trying to be better with words because sometimes I hear myself and I'm just like, dude, shut up or be more... Be more, uh, be more honest. So one thing that's cool about Own It is, it's also irritating, is a lot of people say they want to do it. And a lot of people show up once. But it's like there's this, like, it keeps it alive because people show up and they don't come back and then new people show up. And it just keeps adding to the, to the loose nature, the, the organic nature of, of Own It, like... Um, we've kind of got a really cool thing going where it's not standardized to the point that it's a cookie cutter thing, but it's standardized to the point where Sarah and I know that if we just continue to show up, it will have a show. It doesn't like, we don't have to worry too much about who shows up. It's just like people will show up and then the people that want to perform will, and it always ends up being the right amount of people for the right amount of time. And, um, so that was cool. And, you know, we're going to have mirrors be part of the show and also a gun. And, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's about all the clues that I'm going to give you on what the show's going to look like. What about you? Do you have any clues? Me? Yeah. You want me to give them some clues? Or not. I'm going to pray. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, as your piece? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> you just looked at me like, you mean like right now? No, not right now. I can't stop doing it. It's really weird. Praying? Yeah, but it's not like praying like how people think about praying. It's like, it's, it's my own weird way of doing it. <laughs> the problems of recording a podcast in the car. You want me to open this door for you? Yeah, we might not do it ever again. Re- record a podcast in yeah, the car? Yeah, or at least not. Because it's already hot too hot, and it's not even, it's barely hot at all. Oh, yeah, it's only April. And we can't really have the doors open too much because the old said knows but Sometimes we're pressed for time, and uh, or, or we just happen to be somewhere, and so that's how it's kind of happened to be the last. I don't think we've recorded an actual fort recording in a little bit, maybe I think we should. a month. Let's do that next week. It's probably about time. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a little irritated with the the heat and the situation right now. To be completely honest. Well, I guess this will be a short one. It'll be a pretty short one. But I will tell you one thing I thought when we were sitting around the, like, in the raw group. Yes, there there are people who just kind of ramble in like that guy. And also, there are a few that are always involved, too. It's cool to see, like, the community grow, growing slowly. I like it that it's growing slowly. And I had the thought that... Uh, there are many ways to be a successful stuff maker. It doesn't have to be, uh, oh, I have this best-selling book or this album that everyone listens to while they drive to work. Uh, I really like the immediate nature of what we do. And uh-huh. it's a different, uh, it's a different way to be successful. It's not a success that... Um, would look like success monetarily or, or even on paper, but it feels very successful to me. And I feel like it's, I've learned so much about what, what it's, what art making is for, what storytelling is for, what music is for. Um, I've learned so much by deciding not to standardize it. Even, even my own writing, um, I feel pretty free in the way that it comes out. Have you ever felt like you were stuck in a rut, like everything that you write sounds the same and you like, almost like you can't get away from your own fucking song or story and you're just like, like you think you're being creative, but you're not, you're just recreating the thing that you already know how to make because you're good at it and have you ever felt like that? Beckham, my son Beckham said to me, if you already know how to do it, then you're not being creative. And at first that bothered me because I was like, well, how are you ever supposed to be good at anything then? But I don't know. I feel, uh, I feel like I'm onto something right now. And I feel like the writing of prayers has something to do with it. Um, I don't think that it's something that uh, anyone else is going to quite care about as much as I do. But right now I'm reading The Alchemist and 
I told you the most impressive part of The Alchemist is the introduction that I read. The The book is, is interesting so far, but the introduction was really fascinating to me because what he said was he had publishers give up on it and cancel the contract and not want to deal with it, but that he knew that the book was alive and so he stayed with the book. Um, now it's like super everyone bestseller knows it 300 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list and um, translated into 80 languages and what he said was like the thing the thing is alive and it's just doing what it wants to do and I'm, I feel like I'm learning about that in every way in every area of my life I thought a kid's kind of like that too like you just make it and then it does what it wants to do anyway that that has something to do with the sense of security that I felt when I was on my trip that I saw in the tree it was just like that idea that um, a thing is, is wants to grow into what the thing can become and that it will and so I thought I'm just not going to worry that much then Mm. Yeah. And I don't feel very worried. I feel really sad sometimes, but I don't feel worried, like strained and stressed and figuring out and calculating. I don't feel like that. It's pretty amazing. I agree. It's it's back to that old theme that we talk about for a long time. The essence of thing, the essence of a thing, or the thing that Aristotle talks about with the a seed has everything it needs in it you just gotta water it give it light yeah so 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 triggered is gonna grow into something it's gonna be weird we're gonna decorate the mirrors next week we're decorating mirrors so if any artists want to come over to my house and make some art Sunday mm-hmm. you can come Yeah, or if you just want to come hang out and maybe be in it or you something. Could, yeah, or come over and play us a song. Yeah, do something Sarah, with Sarah yourself. Tucker, Sarah Tucker, come over and sing us a song. Yes. Who do you want to come over and play us a song? Dana. We haven't heard Dana sing in a long time. Mm. Dana, come over. Well, yeah, the new guy's going to come sing us a song, maybe. What's his name? Gabe. Gabe. Gabe might come sing us a song. Uh, <sighs> Next week, we are going to be fucking on top of it. We're going to be in the booth, and we're going to have something so Whoa, dude. fascinating just stop you right there. to talk to you guys about, and it's going to knock your socks off. But you're probably not wearing socks because it's hot. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Probably nothing. You won't even show up, will you? I mean, I've showed up for 53 weeks straight, so... <laughs> I think I'll probably at least show up. Probably. I mean, you know, one thing that we will say is... We are on a brink of expansion of some sort with this podcast. We don't know quite what it is yet, but... We're just waiting for you guys to tell us. Or the universe or something, you know. Um, 
Because we did get some feedback, and we think we talked about it last week, and uh, it, it's going to, there's something coming, you know. I think so. Hang in there with us. Because we don't know what we don't know what to talk about. It's hot in the car. It's hot. Phil already told the whole story that didn't get recorded, and we're just yeah. a little bit deflated today. That's all right. You know, it's it's been <laughs> it's been a week and a half of or a week of you know we've gone through some. I know that's true. So you know, thanks for being here with us, and you know we don't often share super personal shit on here which is kind of ironic because it's called own it but we own lots of stuff if you guys are paying attention but you know we did go have been going through a thing and uh, we still show up you know and and I respect that about you Sarah thanks Phil and I respect that about me too you can say what you want about me but I'm gonna show up huh so you know in the same pants I'll show up in these pants again Next week, and just watch. No, I'll be in sweats because we'll be in the studio. But so it's cool, and I guess what I'm getting at is, we do go through things, and we're human beings. And um, but one thing that we do, and it's it's for you guys as much as it is for us, is to continue to push and expand. And it's going. It, there's something. There's some sort of breakthrough happening right now. Uh, and sometimes what I'll notice. Is, you know, well, we notice is that we're on some sort of, we, we come into these breakthroughs together and different, you know, together and separately. So we're, what I'm saying is we're here at a thing and we're about to break through to another thing. And I hope you guys, it'd be cool if you guys were there. I'm working on um, being more generous with my energy coined by Sarah, that phrase, be generous with your energy. So, there it is. Peace. Bye-bye.